Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a high hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some Forex. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. Henry Bretz is my co-host. We are a show that unpacks the suburbs of Brisbane, the greatest city in the whole entire universe. If they find another planet, if Elon Musk you know, sets up a colony in Mars, I don't want to live there. I'll choke on smog in Brisbane if it's the last thing I do. Henry, how are you? Couldn't agree more, mate, with all yep. of the aforementioned Elon stuff. And yep. let, let me just say to you, a ciao. Let me just say to you, a bellissimo. Yep. And a little Bonjour. bit of mama there. Yep. Because I, I, I just had a delicious homemade pizza, courtesy of the oven. Mm. And having a great time. I feel Wonderful. full. I feel cultured. I have a little bit of artichoke in me that Georgia asked me to buy to put on her pizza. And I spent 15 minutes in the canned fish section. Because uh, I thought she meant anchovy. I mean, I would say, I'd almost say that's more normal on pizza. Than artichoke? Yeah. I, uh, yes. I agree. Like, like that's, that's slightly, I mean, like both of them are weirdo ingredients to have on pizza. That's fine. But, um, mm. well, that's good, mate. I'm, I'm very proud that's of you. Uh, today we're talking about Balmoral um, and I got a, you know, the, Insofar as a podcast can prematurely ejaculate, um, I've got to be honest with you, all I could think about today was the cinemas. I'm, I wasn't even sure if there was anything else in the suburb. And I think that's something that's yeah. going to be borne out by what the Unpakistanis chose to share with us. Well, I listen, mate, I have to tell you, I've done a little bit of reading myself and there's, there's a slightly more to it. I thought this might be a 15-minute. I didn't think there'd be much to this because it, it's disputed territory. It's the idea of how much... It's like Ukraine. It, it's not it's unlike like, Ukraine. It's like Donutsk and Luhansk, is it? No. Is it? You know, the oh, two you're talking about territories. Thought you talking, thought you're talking about a bloke. I was like, no, I, no, I, two I, missed, I missed that in the Avis. Oh, sorry, my Russian friend Donutsk and Luhansk. <laughs> great, guys, great guys, great guys. Donutsk and don't tell. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... Listen, mate, I ain't no foreign policy expert, but it's no. pretty dicey over there. Yeah, um, Absolutely. But we are talking about the other big territorial dispute, which, of course, is Balmoral versus Belimba. I don't know if uh, Councillor Kara Cook, who is the member in Belimba, is encroaching troops into Balmoral, uh, into, those, into those regions. I think what, if she came out, if Kara Cook came out and said, I'm declaring the cinema as independent and sovereign, that'd be, that'd be bad. Yeah. That's when you know she's up to something. Yeah. That's when you know oh, there's sorry. a few city cycles on the move towards that border. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Henry, let's get some housekeeping out of the way before we take a look at the Wikipedia page for Balmoral. Now, we are, we, have, are we letting people know? Yeah, we're going to let people in on it. Henry's finally overcome his rash. The rash. <laughs> letting people know this rash terrible done. rash that has afflicted almost every inch of your private parts is pretty it's much now done. what three <laughs> out of four doctors are calling a skin pigmentation. <laughs> and it's not uh, technically a rash by the medical definition in the handbook, in the rash <laughs> handbook. 
which annoyingly is called Rash Brown because it was written by a guy named Professor. Not, not a hash brown a, joke. Professor H. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's ha- hash brown, rash yeah, brown. Rash brown. Uh, but no, in reality, Henry, we have a super exciting announcement, something that we've been working towards for, you know, almost two years now, something that we've wanted to do ever since unpacking Brisbane and the mangroves arrived into this world, fully formed as the Brisbane cinematic universe. Uh, Henry, on the 1st of April, Friday night at the bright side, everyone will be treated to the Brisbane spectacular. Do you want to tell us what the Brisbane spectacular is? Celebration, celebration. Celebration town, come on. You go, girl. Boo boo. Um, <laughs> Brisbane Spectacular. What is it? What it is, Gnate. It's. I'd say it's the biggest show that we've ever done in terms of this podcast, in terms of the uh, world of Brisbane. This is something we spoke about doing before the mangroves, when the mangroves was just a thought bubble yeah. in the brain hole. And this is. This is awesome. It's going to be. Uh, yeah, as we said, the bright side. And it's, just tell tell people what it is. The, firstly, it's a live podcast followed by a band. So first up, Unpacking Brisbane will be recording our 100th episode. Yep. And can we, we tell people what the, the bat? Can we pe- tell people what the topic is? I think that. I feel like it's fair. I feel like it's fair to say yeah. we will be we will be doing it about the suburb that we will be in. We are finally. Yes, I know you've requested it. No, it did not slip our mind as a suburb. <laughs> it's not one that we, oh, what about, oh, we did forget about that one. No, we better do Bridgman Downs. No, <laughs> we've been saving it for this. It all leads to this Fortitude Valley. Yeah, we, we will are be doing unpacking the valley. Fortitude Valley. Yeah, we'll be unpacking We're doing the, valley the valley live in the valley for our 100th episode. We haven't done a live show uh, for, I want to say, about a year, Henry, so if not longer. Mm. So uh, anyone who came along to our ones in 2020, uh, lucky you. Uh, but I can't wait to do the 100th episode of Unpacking Brisbane Live, followed by Mystery Guest, followed by The Mangroves, where we are going to debut some new songs off the upcoming third album. We're going to play some old songs. And I want to do the Bruce Springsteen thing, where if you write down a song on, say, a piece of paper or a card or something you hold up, we'll try and play it. Now, ideally, ideally one of our songs... Yeah, 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 men or women ride it across your torso. Um, absolutely. Please don't throw. Yeah, make sure it's one of our songs. Don't play. Uh, don't throw Beethoven's Fifth at us. Yeah, yeah, m- yeah. I might find that difficult. Don't, don't throw. Don't throw "Stay" by Kid Leroy featuring Justin Bieber at us as much as Henry and I would love to know how I'm to play to, it. I'm happy to acapella that shit. <laughs> if, someone, if someone's yelling that out, I'm happy to mm. dive in and acapella that. But shit. yeah, uh, tickets. It's, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be sick. Nelson and Hamish have done up this awesome, like, cool retro-looking logo. I, I, I haven't been this excited about something in a while. It's, it's, it's actually genuinely going to be quite a big deal to get to 100 episodes. Um, oh, yeah. Many, pod, many podcasts get there. Uh, some do not. Mm. And so we're, we're excited to be doing this and celebrating all of you and uh, the, the un-Pakistanis, as you were. And then, yeah, then we'll play some mango. So it's, just, it's a live podcast, a lot yep. of laughs, a lot of comedy. And then followed by a gig. It's, and it's then, comedy, and then, it's music, and, it's and we'll, we'll let you know if you've bought a ticket. There'll, there'll be some sort of potentially unofficial after party. Now, I hate the bar kick-ons, but it is right across from the bright side. So if you ever wanted to get a photo with uh, the Unpacking Brisbane fellas next to Brisbane Boys Will Ruin Your Life, <laughs> aren't you in luck?
oh, Brisbane girls will rob your house or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Brisbane girls chip their nails. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, 1st of April. Brisbane aunts will fuck your pets. <laughs> uh, tickets Pardon are going to be on sale. Tickets are going to be on sale on Thursday, the 1st of March at 4pm. They're going to sell very quickly. The bright side, 1st of April. Brisbane Spectacular, Unpacking Brisbane and the Mangroves. Finally joining forces, uh, two entities that have never met each other. Um, but I can't wait to meet those guys from the Mangroves. Apparently, they're real dicks. Um, the, the exciting thing as well, mate, is yeah. that um, we, as you mentioned, all the live shows of Unpacking Brisbane were in 2020. All the live shows of the Mangroves are in 2021. So this very much is the apex, the accumulation of uh, the two big Brisbane projects in our life. So it's it's gonna be um, just a sensational evening. I couldn't be more excited. So yeah, keep an eye out for those tickets on the first of March, yep. which um, is next week. But something we want to be doing, Henry, and you might have seen on our story recently, everyone um, asking what's the most Brisbane thing to ever happen to you. We just want to hear, and we're going to crown it in uh, probably a bronze, silver, gold thing, the most Brisbane moment to ever happen to you. So send it in before April 1st. Henry and I will dutifully consider each one. Uh, A few examples that people have sent in. This doesn't make them out of the running, but just want to give people an idea um lizzie delaney wrote in and said that her most brisbane moment is her friend starting a brisbane themed podcast meta but fair enough um there's one that is absolutely brilliant that i'm not going to reveal until live uh zoe garraway seeing a bull shark in the brisbane river very brisbane very brisbane um and claire with a very accurate being able to find a mutual friend with almost everyone that's so true. that is so Brisbane, but yeah, send them in by the first of April, uh, and if you win, you know we'll give you a prize. I don't know what yeah. it is. We'll we'll figure something out for the night, but it's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute hoot and a big event. Now, speaking of big events, Joe Dwight. Yeah. Um, yeah. People have, I'm sure people suffer with this as well. Um, we get on the Instagram page of Unpacking Brisbane lots of fantastic messages, um, and then other messages that are just spam and porn bots. Um, and after I've uh, handed them my credit card details. We go about deleting those messages, but they um, <laughs> basically. Oh, Mr. Brett. Oh, Mr. Brett's behave. But they essentially sometimes good messages get uh, put into that category, and yes. this is one of them. Um, so apologies to Georgia Mullins or Georgina E. Mullins, I should say. Now, Georgie messaged us and said, Hey, Joe and Henry, um, she's been binging the podcast for a kind. Now, if you need someone to do makeup and hair for your product photo shoot, I can take photos too if you need. Uh, just wanted to offer services, long-time listener, first-time messenger, if that makes any sense, um, and would love us to do Hendra, which shocks me we haven't. Um, yeah, that'll, but, be, that'll, be, that'll actually be big, though. I want to I want to ramp up to that. Yeah. The Where crux of Pat, uh, Pat, Pat Georgie's very kind message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Hendrew. Yeah, yeah, well, um, but I look looking at Georgia's uh, now. Her her Instagram handle is Secret Gems, not yeah. to be confused with Uncut Gems, which is yeah. very strange. You know, unlike. you know, Georgie did my family's makeup for my cousin's wedding. I think I did know that. Yeah, yeah. So and she's um, bloody good. They, you know, they made everyone look a million bucks. She'd, she'd have to be to make the Dwyers look bloody good. <laughs> oh man. man. I might. <laughs> hey, fuck you. My family's hot, son. That was a fucking yeah, wedding. Town. <laughs> that was a wedding. How dare you? Um, 
Uh, but yeah, oh, so what are we thinking? We're thinking we. Uh, I'd love to do a smouldering black and white photo shoot well, with full hair and makeup. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think seeing we have the Brisbane Spectacular coming, it it might be the the best time to take Georgie up on that offer and say, do what you want, make us look uh, semi formal ready uh, for this for this Brisbane Spectacular that we are doing. So. I think we might have to hit her up on that, but yeah, let us know if there's any uh, particular style of makeup mm. that you think we should be uh, that we should be hitting up because that'll be fun, um, mate. That's basically all I wanted to chat about. Yeah, pre that's all moral. Do we want to uh, do we want to make things happen out there? Let's make it happen. Let's live the dream. Now, Henry, you did a fair bit of research for this episode, so I fear you've seen the population, but. Yes. yes. Not, all, not all of it. I will guess. I know it's in the 3,000s, which I yes. found yeah. very surprising. Yeah. That's more than um, I thought. Um, but now now I'm going to, there's a quite a high bar for success here. Okay. Because you know, well, you know the rough range. Don't, believe... don't look over your shoulder. There is no one here to help you. You are alone and will be. <laughs> for the rest of my days. Um. An old man waiting to die alone, filled with regret. Mm. Um, 3,364. No, no, 3,893. Well off, well off. Again. Way again, more so than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, Way more than a, a non-existent fucking sub. I didn't know they could fit that many people in cinema one. Yeah. Fucking oath. Uh, but what else have we got? I love the way Balmoral got its name. Because also, Balmoral, I think, is the... Um, like the very famous castle where the Queen retires to all the time, I think. It's their, it's their Scottish holiday home. Ah, that's right. It's Balmoral Castle is Queen Elizabeth's Scottish family home. Now, Queen Elizabeth pains me that she had to come up this week of all weeks because Liz has got the spicy cough. Yep. You know, you know my feelings about the spicy cough. Now, I'm, I subscribe to the theory that Queen Elizabeth died last year. Yeah, right. Okay. I, 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 I don't think she's alive. Do you subscribe to the theory that Meghan Markle poisoned her? No, with suit, tragically. With suits, with suits juice. Ah, oh, no, no. But I do subscribe to the theory that they've kept her alive so that okay. her reign doesn't go for 69 years. So ah. As soon as it's been 70 years, they'll go, oh, tragically, you know, passed away from COVID. So I wonder whether the COVID announcement is they're getting into the end game a little bit, as it were. I like that. All right, scenario for you. And yeah. I know it's bad. Queen Elizabeth's COVID is very bad. It's a new yeah. strain. It's the, uh, it's the crown strain. She dies. Very sad. William and Kate die and the kids. All gone. Harry doesn't want it. He's out of the royal yeah. family. Oh, shit, we're out kids. Charles dies. Yeah. Um, I'm losing Prince track, Andrew, but yeah. Prince, Prince Andrew's the king. <laughs> and immediately being a nonce becomes legal. <laughs> All right. Um, hello, King Andrew here. Uh, first, uh, royal decree, uh, no age of consent. No, yeah, drop it uh, all, um, drop it all. Uh, and in fact, everyone openly encouraged to be a nonce. Go for um, it. And also, um, uh, obviously the you have to pay a nonce. I want to hear is the Joy Division song, Am I right? <laughs> oh, which is the new national anthem, by the way. Fuck God's sake, the Queen's going to be age of consent. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to murder you. Oh, that's catchy, isn't it? It's catchy. Isn't it? That's, that's now, obviously, answer. this is Britain, so there will be a nonce license fee of 150 quid that everyone will have to pay to be a nonce. And if not, the bobbies will come <laughs> around and bop you on the noggin. 
<laughs> no, what's that? Hold on. Hard enough, isn't it? Hard enough getting on the tube these days, let alone without having a bobby come around and go, oh, you're not being an ounce. You've had your nonce fee. You know, you played your nonce license? No? Well, go out. Go out. We don't like it, dear. I'm King Andrew. Mm, the new and nightclubs are schools. Uh, and this is the court jester, the ghost of Jeffrey Epstein. Come on, Jeff, do a turn. Mm, Jeff. No, I do know. It would be good if Jeff. jesters came back. I would love, I would love if, like, growing up, I was like, I don't want to be a stand-up. I don't want to be a podcaster. My true career goal is to be the jester. I do actually feel like, and I mean, it's not uh, you, but I reckon there's a lot of like comedy adjacent. Yeah, I want to work in radio slash TV, like hungry beast type thing, or even like, you know how like there's that particularly ABC vein, which is like, I want to be funny, but also speak truth to power. And it the, is the Sammy J model. Yeah. And it's often like, well, you actually do neither. Um, but I feel like that comes from the same spirit as the jester, but just okay. misplaced. The jester being like a bit of a James Corden. Well, the, like, well, yeah, the we jester... know they have this incredible... To be honest, James Corden would 100%... Yeah, absolutely. I'd hope he would be executed for crossing the line. But no, but like mm. as in the jester was the only person who could critic- criticise the king. Yeah, yeah. Even, even humorously. All right, it's horse carriage karaoke. Today we're singing... Uh, oh come all you faithful! <laughs> they were singing the Beatles. All right, but speaking okay. of it, yeah, yeah. Right, how do we? How is Balmoral named Balmoral, and how does this relate? The, the name Balmoral is an anglicisation of Bale Morel. Bale Morel. Oh Bale-Morale. God! God, I was absolutely a tank last night. I bailed my rail. Yeah. Um, Bale Morel, which is Bale-Morale. Scottish. Scottish gay lick for uh, beautiful residence or majestic castle. So in a way, Balmoral Castle is kind of like Castle Castle. Majestic Castle Or Good Castle Castle. Like German Station Station. Yeah, German Um, Station. Nunda. Bit of a throwback to the Nunda episode. Yeah, mate. So there you go. Uh, Balmorelli. It's a very Scottish-inspired suburb. Absolutely. I've never met a Scottish person in Balmoral. I can't think of too many Scottish things about it, except no. that everyone is brave of heart. Mm, and they all walk around uh, with that weird blue face paint saying, they may take our lives, but they'll never take uh, affordable prices at Zimbabwe. Our cocoa bliss, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mate, um, why has there not been a Scottish rave held in uh, Balmoral called Raveheart? Thoughts? Uh, can't, can't imagine why. I honestly to be cannot more, imagine why. Or to be more accurate. Well, maybe, maybe I have done it a rave. out of favour a little bit. True. I was so. going to say to make it even more of an accurate rave name based on my experience at raves, uh, Rave Shart. Because <laughs> it's not uncommon to do a little bit of a, a little bit of a poo fart in your pants when you're out on the dance floor. Is that bloody right? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? You know, sometimes... Podcasts are a confessional for the hosts as much as fun for oh, the mate. listeners. So and true, mate. That. We should discuss uh, our sex lives and the sex lives of others. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be it. There you go. That'd be, um, that'd be a really thrilling idea. Uh, on the 25th of June, 1927, the Panorama Heights estate containing 53 reserved sites was auctioned by Thornton and Pierce. Oh, and yeah. I'll read Good the boy. rest of this like an auctioneer. This David Lightning of Fifth Avenue Balmoral. <laughs> 
was good. That was the estate was located on Fifth Avenue, Balmoral. I don't believe I just, that I just paid one point four million for. I don't believe that auctioneers are actually saying anything about half the time. I know often they're like, "That's the reserve. That's the reserve price. Can we get over that?" But I believe a lot of it they're going. Little line for you from the Dark Knight Rises. Soul to the to the man in the cold sweat. Well, it just came out of nowhere for me. It was it was of What's all the that in? It's when the scarecrow is like running the kangaroo court in oh, great, after great Bane scene. and yeah. Epic Soul to the man in the cold sweat. And I just remember that being of all the Christopher Nolan movies, <laughs> being like that to me is the line that I know is the most screenplay line ever. Like I can see you writing that at your computer and being like, <laughs> pretty smart. Sold. So and that's also the great scene where they're like, Exile, you're just going to yeah. push us under the ice. I choose death. Fine, death. Bye, Exile. Bye, Exile. Oh, oh eat shit, motherfucker. Very similar to an old joke, uh, the Bajinga joke. Um, What's that? I won't tell. Well, I won't sounds, tell it it sounds racist. <laughs> no, it's not really racist. Like mm. you can, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a way to tell it, like all jokes in a racist way, but mm. you can... Anyway, maybe I'll tell it at the end. Is it not oh, really anyone, if, racist in a way that jokes like an Italian and a Polish person walks into a bar, but it's kind of racist? It's not racist because they're white, but... I mean, it's it's set in the jungle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you know there, there'll That's be a, a tribe. If anyone who sticks to the end of the podcast will wrap up my moral and then I'll, maybe I'll tell the Bajinga yeah, joke. Don't have, like don't have to. Don't have to. Let's have uh, a go. Balmoral State High School opened on 3rd of February 1958. I assume it's no longer open. No, it's still of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big one. It's on the corner. It's near the library. It's near the library, mate. Near the books. Um, oh. I have more to say on schools. Um, Please. I, I think I really, Henry. <laughs> I have more to say on schools. You never do. <laughs> on Sunday, the 12th of December, 1915. Oh, yeah. One, Archbishop James Jewick, who we all know, uh, laid the foundation <laughs> stone for a Catholic school in Belimba. Again, we're already back at Belimba. Confusion. Uh, St. Peter and Paul's Catholic School was operated by the Sisters of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan was busy, so he just got his sisters to do it. Um, And opened to an estimated 200 students on the 3rd of February, 1916. On Sunday, they're not even just doing the dates. They've gone back and figured out what day of the week it was. How rare is it to see a date from 1916 being like... Yeah, oh, I don't think anyone's day. reading. The, no one's reading this. Being like on the third of February, nineteen fourteen. Ah, but what day was it? Perhaps the only reason it's relevant is of like, of course, he blessed it on a Sunday. Oh, yeah, being the church name, not, not to defend um, him too much. But anyway, Dewey returned to bless and officially opened the school. The school is now located within the boundaries of Balmoral. Now, this is a hint because I think I don't think there's too much confusion about the fact that Balmoral is further away from the river than Balimba. That's settled territory. Uh, but I think this St. Peter and Paul's is a little further out than I actually thought. So Balmoral stretches perhaps its little tentacles further than you'd think. Mm. Um, but in 1996, year of my birth... But what day? Um, but what day was it? It doesn't say, but oh. that, ha- that has to be a, a typo. Oh, no, it's not. Because in 1996, John Cow was appointed the first lay principal. Lay principal, so yes. The, first meaning he's non- the first principal to get laid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by one of the students as well, because King Andrew <laughs> had already imposed the non-license fee, making non-sorry illegal. Order, order. Um, now, I will say this. Firstly, Principal John Power is 
pretty rock and roll. Oh, exceptionally cool name. I do like you don't you aren't going to be doing spitballs with principal power. No, no. Feel the power. I've got the power. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Henry, you made another very uh, clever comment uh, about the name of the school. Growing up in and around St. Peter and Paul's, of course, there was a name that it was known by, which was St. Penis and Balls. <laughs> and I thought that was very funny yeah, and like, still do. Like as we've shared before, St. Columbus in Wilston became St. Columbums. Uh, I think Saint State Pe- School, oh, the Wilston Willies. I feel like St. Peter and Paul's to St. Penis and Balls is almost uh, too good to believe. Yeah, I, As a young I, person, I was like, they had to know. It's like a, a certain nickname, and I won't repeat it, that our friend Fergus Geary uh, was called yeah. by a teacher. Yeah. It just, it's just too tight. It's, it's and too you've, at well some re- point, you've got to put being offended aside and admire good writing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and that's what St. Penis and Balls is. <laughs> now, have you got anything for us about notable people oh, in... Uh, <laughs> Mate, Anyone famous from Balmoral? Any... Footy players or, you know, prime ministers, high court judges. Joe Dwyer, friend, brother, and owner of many good uh, secondhand DVD stores. I (laughs) am, and a lot of people wrote in and said, wow, Jacob Elordi of Euphoria uh, went to Nudgee. I'm sure you're not going to find any bigger celebrities than that to talk about. Well, sit down and shut up because in Balmoral... You will find Lowell Edwards, no presenter of fucking 4- way, presenter of 4KQ's Brisbane Breakfast Show and Channel 7's The Great Southeast. No way. Now Laurel, now 4KQ. I don't know if everyone's heard of this station, but they actually go really well in the ratings as really? of late. And it, and it was doing I've never, the I've never really heard of them. I assume they, 4BC they did, it killed you. 4BC less so than. Um, like a Nova and 97. I think 97.3 is the audience. Oh, it's 4KQ FM. Yeah, and it's music. What? It's like classic music. And what? I'm pretty sure they're owned by 97.3 or something like that. Should be more across this. But yeah, bonkers, mate. So, and, and I know it'd be hard to, and it would be annoying. Laurel Edwards, I'm sure, doesn't leave the house that much for fear of just, you know, swarms of fans and, and autographs requests yeah absolutely i yeah. can't believe that they got laurel edwards i want to look up great southeast because I'm, I'm yeah did you ever did you ever get around the great southeast no no i didn't i didn't watch a lot of the great escape great southeast the weekend shows really i like getaway yeah i just i don't know they all i mean they're all just it, it's all just clamping like it really is all here's how to holiday if you have a fair bit of money um, which, of course, which famously the viewers of Channel 7 do. Yeah. Uh, it's a real... <laughs> On that free-to-air station. Nothing aspirational about that. <laughs> um, Laurel Edwards, who has been hosting The Breakfast Show on 4KQ for over 25 years. Oh, so she's not, not a young... No, she's 25. They got her <laughs> they got they straight uh, in. They, they get them in young. Absolutely. She was like, wah, wah. And they're like, you can say that again. Bam, bam, <laughs> Holden. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, shall we? And the only other thing I wanted to include was that the median age of the Balmoral population was 35 years of age. Now, I thought, geez, that's a very young median. But it turns out it's only two years below the Australian median. That is broadly younger than I would have thought. 
I do not think of Australia as a country of 37 years. Also, um, given we have a rapidly ageing population, it's like it's sort of alarming that it, you know, 15 years ago, that might have been 33. Like, that's weird. That is weird. Well, there's nothing, that's- there is absolutely nothing I can do about it. I, I don't know how to help. Yeah, I, I wish not, there was something. I'm not something 35, and I never will be. No, absolutely. Uh, certainly, uh, I might just the blow world right will past be 37. Over. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll be, be the, over. Yeah, it'll be the apocalypse because I had to work from home for a bit. And, oh, oh, chicken breasts, you couldn't buy them at Woolies for two weeks. It's fucking fine, okay? We live in – we're incredibly lucky. How'd you go? How'd you go without chicken for a bit there? During that no, time? I haven't cooked chicken in the new house, really. Is that out of respect? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's because ever, it's honestly, honestly, Henry, ever since, ever since that one time at Caxton Street where we watched you chop up some chicken and then open a cupboard without washing your hands, I just (laughs) am so scared of cooking chicken. I did it. It was fucked. It was so. I was telling this story to my mum and she reckons you must have really strong gut bacteria that's resistant to salmonella by now because like the the what because one time i opened a cupboard with no, like the no. slightest amount of chicken on my yeah, you always got these fucking chicken hands and touching shit and then oh, you touch you're a- making it sound like i fucking <laughs> rub myself in like raw chicken and then is that not what is that not what you people. still do i think you do the old bath in chicken mint still <laughs> and then, and then oh. you, you give people a massive hug have you changed? Oh, man, you're a different person in Townsville. It's a, se- it's a segment for the radio show called Are You Chicken? <laughs> and I bathe myself in chicken. It's like, Microphone it up to your face. The way that the segment was pitched was like me in a giant chicken outfit. But what I actually did, I got confused. <laughs> I went and bought $600 worth of chicken breast from Coles and then rolled around in it. And, I, and we killed seven listeners. <laughs> but tell you what, it was great radio, though. They were talking about... Oh, God. Oh, God, no such, no uh, such thing as bad public. Listen to me, mate. You hear about Cole uh, Sandalands? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very young, very young town, Belmont place, city. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about it in a contemporary context, HB? Anything that gets us off chicken. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. All right. Belimba v. Balmoral. Balmoral's one of those suburbs for me. You know, shades of how you don't have Newstead without Tenerife and vice versa, but at least they're both relatively well reputed on their own. You don't have Balmoral without Belimba, and I tell you what, buddy, no one knows the difference. You did a bit of research on Google for us. I did. Before I share the findings of my research, mate, I wanted to also say I think Balmoral is at risk of within the next 10 to 15 years becoming Ithaca, St. John's Wood. I, I think it's going to become a low-cut... Ro- Rosalie. I think, it's, I, think yeah, it's, I think it's already a Rosalie, to be honest. I know it's been defined as a suburb no, with 3,000 bloody 800 people somehow. But mm. I, th- I think in the years to come, Balmoral will just kind of slip away. We'll stop talking about it. Be like a, you know, sort of like the career, sort of like the serious film career of Jessica Alba. We'll all sort of know. Yeah, we'll just we'll sort of know, but it'll fade away. Oh, we'll just now, mate, be like, did... we'll just remember Fantastic for the rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to stick with us. That Silver Surfer was up to no good. I can no, tell absolutely. You I've, seen, I've seen surfers do all kinds of things, mainly uh, surf, smoke weed and surf. But and get up never... at 4.30am to have a coffee at 7 and be like, well, that was a good day done. 
Surfers are like, because they get up at 4.30, they're like, well, we must go to sleep from 2 to 8. It's like, like you know, many people do that for work. Like, if, if I told someone, oh, I get up at 5 to do a bit of exercise, then work a full day, no one's like, oh, you poor thing. But if a surfer gets up at 4.30 and surfs for two hours, all of a sudden, no, I'm tucking out, oh, I can't do a thing. I'll say, I'll say this about surfers too, mate. Like, mm, I can't do it. Fuck, they... A, I can't do it, and I have yeah. tried. No, nah, actually, oh. I, I, I stood up. George's dad uh, helped me surf, and I thought I was incredible mm. until he revealed it was actually a stand-up paddleboard. Um, um, I mean, he also and, told you if and you don't... standing up is much in the design. Mm, he told you if you don't stand up on this, um, you won't be dating my daughter ever again. So you, you were invested. He did. He said, stand up or piss off. Or ship um, out, buddy. Yeah. But surfers, like speak about surfing in the way that normal people speak about their jobs or quite a serious doctor's appointment yeah, that's or, true. or weddings. They talk about it like it's this unavoidable commitment. It's just your hobby. It's just your Yeah, exercise. that's so true. But it's like, oh, I'm unable to do that. Like, I'm, I, I'll be having a surf, so I can't do that thing on but, Sunday. It's like, mate, we're getting breakfast with a friend from Sydney who's never here. Like, maybe don't go. It's like, also, oh, no, I'll be I'll What's be even surfing. more they, egregious... They talk about it like they can't get out of it. What's even more egregious is it's not just, oh, I'll be surfing during that. It's can't come. It's, oh, mate, can you come to my engagement party Saturday night? No, no, I'm getting up early for the breaks the next morning, so I can't. Yeah, you lose the move thing it. the move day it. before. Just fucking move it. Honestly. Yeah, Honestly, I think we've tapped into something. I mean, surfing, I'll say this, it's exceptionally cool, but is there a oh. more sanctimonious group of people about their hobby? That's Yeah, because they don't talk about it. Like, I, I like yoga people where... aren't, aren't like this. Like, they're no. like, I go to yoga classes. I do yoga. It's not like, oh, well, I, I could never, ever go. Of yeah, yoga. like for example, like if I was to say to someone, "Oh, sorry, I can't make it to your party," I actually that's when I rub myself in chicken and play. Are you chicken? And <laughs> run like I don't think I'd get the same respect. No, and that's a work thing. That's a work thing. It's more justifiable. Oh, mate, that, that's my livelihood. Absolutely. As a as a mother, as a you're male tell model, me I can't do that. As a mother, you're going to tell me I can't do that. Anyway, mate, I did some research on yeah. uh, Belimba versus Balmoral just to try and get a bit more of a sense for the debate. And uh, as is usually the extent of the research we do on the show, I typed into Google, what is the difference between Balmoral and Balimba? Now, before I could finish, I just thought this was interesting. These, I, I, what I typed in was, what is the difference between? Now I'm seeing here what I actually typed in was, what is the differentness? Yeah, between? I thought we, so you I, couldn't even spell it right, but that's fine. Um, and so what is the difference between these are some of the topics that Google think is more of a contentious debate than Balmoral versus Balimba. What is the difference between Brie and Camembert? That's yep. the first one that comes up. I have no idea. Second, what's the difference between Miss and Ms? All I know is that if you get it wrong to your primary school teacher, they're going to blow up. Yeah, what is it? I think yeah. is Miss... From the old dichotomy of Miss and Misses, so Miss says I says I am unmarried, whereas Miss just kind of leaves it like it's the neutral one, like it could be anything. Is to- there a Miss Hamas Lister? <laughs> and also, like, Miss use it Miss, in a sentence. Miss does sound a little can sound a little infantilizing in a way that uh, Mister does not. Um, how, you, you want to read that? You want to read this next one because I know it's your yeah. favourite. What's the difference between a hazard and a risk? 
I love who's typing this in and going, well, I'm perfectly fine with hazards, but I couldn't deal with risks. Now, hazards it's, I love, I do them all the time, problem, but don't buddy. you talk to me about a risk. No, I don't want to face any risks in this one. I'll absolutely go for a hazard, though, if I must. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, what's the difference my, between... My, my quick answer to that would be a risk is something you assume yourself, whereas a hazard, I think, is unavoidable, like a road hazard, whereas a risk is like you... Oh, it's a risk, but... No, but, but like a hazard of doing something is also a risk. I would say more, more accurately, I, uh, a hazard describes the thing, whereas a risk describes, I want to say like, yeah, maybe like the consequences of doing the thing or the likelihood. I think it's a more semantic difference. Now, but also you can hazard a guess. You don't risk a guess. Well, that's a whole different kettle of fish, isn't it? Uh, what's um, the difference between mass and weight? I don't know. But if you tell people you're doing mass loss, they'll freak out. Uh, what's the difference between objective and subjective? Well, one, you know, one of them's objective and one of them's... That's obvious. What's the difference between gelato and ice cream? Do you know, Hen? I thought ice cream used a lot more dairy. Yeah, I think ice cream... I think gelato doesn't... No, it does oh, have some dairy, but it's not as much. I feel like um, only hot girls are allowed to get photos with one of them. And the other one is for, um, like, I don't know, kids. Yeah. Actually, I'm thinking of sorbet, which is, I think, no dairy. Sorbet's fruit. Yeah, like a lemon sorbet. Wonderful. Wonderful. Beautiful. Um, What's the difference between heat and temperature? One is a measure of another thing, is my answer. My, should I also like be my answer for mass and weight. So true. What is the difference between my gov and my govid? Now, what the fuck is my, my gov ID? <laughs> I thought it was like some special. <laughs> yeah, my first website. special type of covid. Yeah, I, I'm pretty worried. I've caught my govid. <laughs> now, unfortunately, there is a lot of information out there to sift through regarding the pandemic. So, if you just go to www.mygovid um, and. It's, <laughs> Government COVID. Uh, now, we should whip through these, Henry, because it occurs to me no. that we're not really unpacking <laughs> our moral no. at all. This is the last one. <laughs> what is the difference between a leader and a manager? <laughs> Some fucking, think- like, middle manager at, like, a small accounting firm, <laughs> <laughs> like, such typing this up on their lunch break. Such a David Brent thing to yeah. search. Yeah. Um, uh, but, Henry, you typed in, what is the difference between Balm, uh, trying to get with- moral, but then we got... Difference between balms and creams, balms and salves, ointments, moisturisers. And then we got what's the difference between Balmain and Pierre Balmain? <laughs> so I've got no idea. I've got no fucking clue. Also, like, what is the difference between bal- Balmy and Balmy? So, yeah, like, again, totally being- different things. One being the weather and the other being we are the army, the balmy army. What is the difference between lip balm and chapstick? I think chapstick's just a brand of lip balm, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but that might be like, what's the difference between paracetamol and panadol? Yeah. Uh, or Hoover and vacuum or Kleenex and tissue uh, or Esky and Icebox. Hen, but you tracked something down for us from the old employer uh, yeah. that'll tell us why Balmoral is distinct from Belimba because this is one where I'm like, why didn't you just call it the same thing? This is... This is gonna, Talk to me. Talk to me. Good. This is going to blow your mind. Yep. So it comes back to, as it always does, with this ridiculous little city and podcast. Oh, not tram. Uh, <laughs> so let me, uh, let me read this ABC News article, uh, which absolutely doesn't want to load. Um, 
I think George is Mine's, doing a uni. I think George is. Do you, do you want to get it up? How's she doing uni? I think George is doing a uni seminar, and that's why the internet it's, is. Oh, why would you go? Oh, she's now saying you don't have to get off it. It's fine. Well, would, George is now saying she's going to get how off. Bad's, how bad's your so internet, why? dude? No, the internet's good. It's just it's, it's clearly not. Doing, it's clearly not good. It's clear. It, it's just doing a podcast at the same time as a uni seminar for privacy law. Mate, uh, I no, could I, I could have before. five seminars running. Anyway, you know. I'm, Let me open. Anyway, I've got get you I've got this up. Chat. Yeah. In fact, yeah, Bar Moral. We only, only, we only just got into confusion relating to the name Balimba being used on trams. So it's about trams again, Henry. I've got the really? article. Yes. Did you get it up on four so G on your phone? I did, and so. Balmoral is a suburb that's seen many changes in its life, but it is not yep. as old as its neighbour, Balimba. First clue, Balimba is older. In fact, Balmoral was only named after confusion uh, relating to the name Balimba being used on trams. Balmoral is more recent, the name and the establishment of the suburb, and the reason why the name Balmoral came about because we had trams coming up and down Queen Street. We had Balimba showing on trams that went in opposite directions, one going to Balimba suburb, other going to Balimba ferry, and they were travelling in opposite directions, which caused confusion. So that's why they changed it, explains Brian Randall from the State Library of Queensland. Randall. Right. Anyone know Randall? Ryan Randall. Anyone? Hope he doesn't work at Monsters, Inc. No, the last Randall who worked there was an incredibly divisive character. Lizard, in fact. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. So and then they, get... go on, then they go oh, on yeah. about all the stuff we've covered about Balmoral is actually Gaelic for beautiful residence oh, on the yeah. castle. But it is believed that the man who named the area, Mr. John Watson... Uh, isn't that the name? Sherlock, of- yeah, it's Sherlock's sidekick. Sherlock's yeah, little yeah. bro. Sherlock's yeah. little mate. Um, what, what's the saying? Precisely Watson or something like that? Elementary, my dear Watson. Elementary, <laughs> my dear Watson. Precisely <laughs> Watson. <laughs> Dead on, Watto. <laughs> Fuck, you've what's nailed that, that, Watson. Fucking... Yep, absolutely well summarised, All in one, dickhead. You've absolutely <laughs> nailed it, Watson. Smashed it, Watto. Smashed. Um, but John Watson, who was a builder who later became an MP, named the area after his birthplace in Scotland. So just a bit more detail for you there uh, about it. But, and another thing, well, we'll get to this in a sec. Should we, should we let this lead into, um, actually, before we get into the cinema, I want to quickly uh, share what, I, what we always love doing, um, which oh, is seeing what the bullshit real estate agents say. It's seeing how local real estate agents and the people they get to write for their websites. Uh, oh, I lap that shit up. Won't spend too long on this, but I just wanted to share the opening sentence um, yeah. in on the Place Belimba website, uh, the home of luxury real estate in Brisbane. Um, what defines luxury real estate? Listen to this paragraph, mate. Yeah. Luxury real estate is a term often thrown around within the industry to the point where it may have started to lose its meaning. Balmoral, however, exemplifies the true meaning of the phrase. What? Sure. So luxury. Sure. Uh, the suburb is beloved by residents. It, uh, it has an exclusive community feel. Oh, God. That, and then that is going out of me. Listen... They basically said that Balmoral is the definition of a luxury real estate, which I find to be a somewhat ridiculous. That's uh, a bit of a stretch, but um, good, a, now, good effort, lads. Shall we talk about the damn little... Uh, Cinema? Sorry, I think, there's a, I think there's a fire. Oh, that's, that's tough. Sorry, sorry, folks. Not like a fire, what? not like a fire emoji. Cool. George is, is running. Is, 
Is your girlfriend lit something on fire? No, the the whole podcast studio, which is next to the kitchen, is filled with smoke. Oh, jeez. Which we think is the air fryer. I mean... And Georgia is now... It shouldn't be smoking. What is it? Jazz's dinner, it's a poppadom apparently. Mm, what's what's R and B's dinner doing, mate? <laughs> what's hip hop's dinner doing? <laughs> oh, housemate, um, mate with a crazy name. Sorry about all that, folks. That no, that's a, okay, Henry. Well, you know, Scott Morrison must be on bloody holidays right now because there's a fire. Um, mm. But yeah, let's, let's talk about let's the movies because it's pretty much the only touchstone of contemporary Belimber I have. Well, to kick us off from that same article, one prominent early landmark was the Balmoral Cinema, which originally opened as the Belimba Avro prior to the 20s. So it was called the Avro. I don't know what that means. Avro Levine. I love it. Hey, avocado, please, on toast. Um, I love the movies at, uh, at Balmoral. I think we've gone into it a fair bit in the Belimba episode. You seen anything there recently, Joey? Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything there, Henry, but I always just found it funny whenever I went to search South Bank and I'd get like Balmoral times and I'm like, I don't like, you've got to be more realistic oh, with yeah. how many people are going to them. Um, I was also, I've always been obsessed with the fact that, that Balmoral and Hawthorne are owned by the same company and they are so close to each other. It's amazing. Yeah. And Hawthorne came along a lot earlier. And I think at like the it's time, unbelievable. Such old cinemas, I think at the time when they built uh, the Balmoral one, that was a, much further distance than it uh, would be considered now. But yeah, oh, the Balmoral so one's good. Yeah. It's sort of got the best vibe on a Saturday or a Friday night, I think. I recently saw Spider-Man No Way Home there. Uh, don't know if you've heard, but no. ooh, they, play around with that, they play around with that concept. Absolutely. That metaverse. And so where, so is, where, where is the Balmoral Cinemas? Is it on Oxford Next. Street? Yeah, yeah. So it's in Balimba. Next to the sushi station. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. The Balmoral oh, Cineplex not even in fucking is Balmoral. not in Balimba. Oh, that's... No, it's in Balimba. Oh, sorry, it is in Balimba. It's not in Balimba. That is taking yeah. the absolute piss. There's a... Um, I won't read it now, but I do encourage you to go back and listen to the Balimba episode where uh, we got sent an anonymous message from someone who worked at the cinema, and it is one yeah, of the funniest right. messages Absolutely we've brilliant. ever received. I would, I would scroll back down your podcasting app and have a listen to... Um, yeah. to that episode because it goes on. But yeah, great cinema, very regal, quirky owners, which is touched on in that episode. Uh, but yeah, so it seems to be, based on the feedback we got from the Unpakistanis, Joey, the, yeah. the, the cinema really does seem to be the only difference anyone can come up with. Um, I drew a, a comparison of maybe it's like the Vatican City, which is its own country within yes. Italy. Maybe yeah. Belimba is Italy and... Balmoral Cineplex is the Vatican. It's its own sovereign state filled with pedophiles. As in part of Balmoral, but just happens to be in Vatican. That's what I think. I love it. Well, I couldn't agree more, Henry. Um, Turning to probably one of the most important things that any Unpakistanis ever shared with us, uh, Mr. Nick Boxall shared a great theory. He makes the point that the only real difference uh, between Balmoral and Balimba is the lack of riverfront homes, which gives you less MILFs in Balmoral than Balimba. And he also claims that Belimba is second only to Ascot and Mills. Now, a few things here. Firstly, Nick's implying that volume of riverfront homes has a direct correlation with amount of Mills. Now, that would imply that wealth has a direct correlation with amount of Mills. And I'd probably say that tracks. Purely because if you think about the classic image of, you know, 
Ascot mum or like Belimba mum or whatever, sort of what people are implicitly saying when they say MILF is active wear, coffee with the girls, brunch with the girls. Fundamentally what they're saying is it's uh, someone who doesn't work. And I think, you know, so it implies one income household, but to be in these sort of luxury suburbs, clearly, you know, the other income has to be quite big, whether it's a husband or wife or wife. That was some Maybe. good. That was some good milf analysis there. Yeah. I think. Um, I, I you are, you're leaving past- out the corporate milf. That's a whole other thing. No, that's very true. That's very true. But like, yeah, no, that's a good point. Not to not the corporate milf, but uh, but I'd say the idea of oh, uh, you know, ex flock of ascot mums descending on a cafe or something is sort yeah, the ascot, of the ascot mum. Yeah, I agree. yeah, it's great. And he said, I think said an the unfair belief, an unfair belief, better belief, uh, nonetheless. But yeah, I um. Milfs go to the river because that's where they drink. So I also like a, it's, also that's how you track her. Mil- the milfs uh, where they where they the walk along the river as well. They just walk along the river. Yeah, so they probably like to walk along the river. It's yes. I, I don't think you're seeing many milfs that way in Balmoral. I think it's an astute observation. Adam, I don't think as to, as to his point about you're seeing a ton in Belimba either. No. Except for oh, your mum. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's. <laughs> I think there's I no yeah big time in Belimba, very much, lots of gym sort Mate, of. It's not just your mum that counts. Oh, oh no, him oh, again. Every time, yes. <laughs> he just uh, falls into this ridiculously bland booby trap. You you <laughs> lay just, this. It's like the, it's like the Riddler time. in the upcoming film, The Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the Batman. It is uh, the Batman, not Batman. Every, Oh, every time I think I've foiled your pesky milf trap. Yeah, <laughs> then the Batman. Tell you what, I am excited yeah. to go see the Batman at Balmoral Cinemas. I, I, I'll, listen, probably I, I, I'll probably see it in Townsville. I'll probably see it at Newmarket or Palace or Red Hill or something. But Isn't way, that funny? Like, I, I, like, as much as you want to complain about the fact that oh, they're rebooting Batman again. Oh, I can't wait. It looks amazing. I'm going to go see it. I'm gonna oh, go it looks it. fantastic. To see, have, give the soundtrack a whirl. It's bloody good. Is it good? Oh, mate, I can't oh, wait mate. for it. Um, and right. I'm someone who I think, who, the, I think the first I didn't song give a shit about Batman, Batman v Superman, but but I liked this. Nah, I like Robert nah, Pattinson. Uh, like Finbar uh, wrote in Barton Parade registers in maps as Balmoral and Belimba. Now, interesting. Possibly what he's referring to is well litigated Brisbane thing where Snapchat and Uber give you different uh, suburbs to Google Maps. I haven't yet found a discrepancy between Google and Apple Maps. They seem to be pretty consistent, but. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think if that's anything to go out on in terms of a contemporary discussion about yeah. our moral, it's that not even if the apps never lie, mm. then tough that tough knows? that local comedian Finbar who lives in Belimba wrote in about our moral uh, and couldn't even say anything funny. Oh, I Just think it's, it was a well. I think I think Finbar's in his um, his Aziz Ansari stage where he's trying to be more truthful than he mm, is. Um, mm. And he and spoke I, speak, to I speak for Finn. I speak for Finn Barr. <laughs> and disease and sorry. In, in defense of his banal comment about. Well, Henry. <laughs> in defense of his inane, useless observation. In defense of that unhelpful comment, <laughs> which narrows nothing down, I say uh, Finn Barr is exploring a new style of his art. And sometimes art can suck, and you've got to give it the space to suck. Uh, Henry, should we ask that? Dirty little question that's been on our lips. Loved it. Does Balmoral fuck? Now, there's been so much discussion of MILFs that the instinct is to say yes, 
But I'm going to go with no because I think, you, I think you're fucking Belimba. I don't, I don't know. It's so... It's so nothing, Balmoral. It's just so fucking nothing. Also, the fact that it's largely dominated by, you know, a high school like a dog. But, like, you know, I, I just... I think you're fucking in your house. Maybe, you you know, maybe Balmoral technically fucks, but you ask anyone about and they say, no, 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 we're actually a Belimba couple. It's actually not Balmoral, you know. Oh, we're, we're, it's we a bit of an Ashgrove, mm. Ashgrove, the gap sort of situation. Where not quite as intense, but I would say shades of it. Like, yeah, okay, there's people. I would say there's definitely Balmoral people trying to Probably, probably there, would be, there would be pockets where you're a Bowen Hills person, but you claim Newstead and Tenerife. Yes, but you—I mean—that's well, one you'd want to well, claim. Mills is fairly good in it, like fairly hip in its own right now. Oh, because it's because it's got those food trucks and that little. Oh, that bit, yes. That, but I mean, that, were you ever? Oh, I guess you—you you weren't a Northside kid. Bowen Hills train station was and is, like that was regarded as a place where your parents would say, "Do not get off the train at night at Bowen Hills," like. Okay. Like real dodgy, which I think has infected what is just a pretty bog standard in a city suburb near the valley with quite a quite a bad lens. That's the one. That's the. Can we cut the shit in the background, please? <laughs> I just flip my shit. <laughs> just for those for those like I think Henry's housemate is just pressing buttons on the microwave and it beeps slightly. <laughs> I just go, what the <laughs> fuck is this all about? <laughs> what? Can you not see your fucking f- times? Do you not see I'm fucking working here? This may, look, <laughs> this may sound like fun, but it's actually fucking work. <laughs> this is what uh, I do. I, I work do. so fucking hard to know that Balmoral doesn't fuck, okay? Okay, this is, this is my crop. Oh. I know we said that we don't put much effort into this and it just sounds like a Zoom call with a mate. That's because we have to put in weeks and weeks of preparation <laughs> per fucking episode. It sounds so fucking effortless, okay? Then you come in here, I'll oh, beep, 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 not my microphone. I'll tell you, shut the <laughs> fuck <laughs> Let me ask you a question, guys. Ask you a fucking question. You got, to, you got time? You got time to fuck it up. So maybe I can ask you a question. If Hamish and Andy were sitting in your kitchen, would you, would you fuck <laughs> What would you make a fucking Would you make a fucking meal? Uh, anyway, I don't think Balmoral fucks. <laughs> I don't know. I think Belimba. I think Belimba. Here's what I think: there are people who are going to fuck Balmoral, and then they see Belimba, and they're like, "Hell, like, yeah, and I agree," get, and get diverted that way. I agree. Like in every teen uh, comedy, yeah, none of which I will name. <laughs> I'm worried about you and teens again. Anyway. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Uh, anyway, Hen, that's all we have time for on this super detailed unpack of Balmoral, uh, which really focused on... <laughs> Did I just hear the microwave <laughs> go again? <laughs> you fucking inconsiderate arsehole. <laughs> oh, beep, 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 oh, beep. That's it. <laughs> I'm moving I'm selling out selling the property <laughs> uh, But eh, the big headline is of course The Brisbane Spectacular in a month's time It's an Unpacking Brisbane live show It's a mangrove show They're uh, 
you know, it, there are going to be limited chances to see both of those things. So stamp up your tickets while you can. Henry and I are working really, really hard. And if you've been, you know, whether you've been with us from episode one uh, or you've been with us from, what's this, episode 96, we cannot wait to see you there. And tickets will be, I think, $18 uh, or something. Admission so be, affordable. Yeah, so affordable for for not, you know, oh, the band I like playing a set with some dog shit openers. I'm talking full hour of unpacking and a full hour of mangroves. It's going to be unreal. Yeah, double trouble. It, it's going to be so exciting. Yeah, so the tickets will be available after, yeah, after you've this episode. Yeah. In a week. So and just stay watch around. On, watch on socials. Yeah, if you're not already following Unpacking Brisbane on, on socials, please do. And, and the Mangroves Band. And mm. uh, we'll, we'll have some information. This episode, as always, is brought to you by Squarespace. If you're looking for a space to be a square in, look no further than Squarespace. Are you a triangle thinking, are you a triangle thinking of transitioning? Then come to Squarespace. It's a yeah. safe space for shapes who... Want to be squares. Uh, Except for circles. They're, they're a little bit too different. Circles. Not repair. Circles are not welcome. No. And not, no. like, un, not, not unlike what the shape discrimination bill that didn't pass the lower house. Uh, <laughs> we will no, no circles here. We that will be accepting only triangles and squares. Deliciously and at, ironic. And at a good day, rectangles. And if you're a rhombus... Come and join the fun. You're basically a square, but we just need to readjust you a little. Parallelogram, you're a square that had a big night. Absolutely. Get in here, here, son. But yeah, very happy to be brought to you by Squarespace and MyPayNow. If you've ever just wanted to take out a loan but describe it as, I'm getting my pay early, uh, tune into MyPayNow. There's been Hamish and Andy, a group with a lot of authority that are encouraging Australians to invest in faulty credit products. I know they don't don't judge the morality (laughs) of their ads, but that I was like, oh, I don't know about this MyPayNow shit. Anyway, I have used it. Well, as always, my name's Mark Marin. This is the fucking What Podcast, brought to you by the Fruit Apricots. Thanks so much for being here, and you stay safe and sober. And go and obviously, this show is brought to you by Grilled's new Bruce Wayne Burger, <laughs> which is a real burger that just looks quite shit, actually. And before we go, Boost Juice. <laughs> Do you feel and, like an ice cream but don't want to be judged? And this <laughs> show, as always, is brought to you by full 1.25-litre bottle of sugar-free soft drink company. <laughs> always happy to promote it. Do you, like, do you like driving but hate being inside? This show is brought to you by the bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for. Uh, that's all we got time for. I realise I said for anyone who stuck around to the end, I'd tell a jinga joke. Uh, I don't I'll do it at the live show. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's Any, anyone who listens this far and yells out for me to do it at the live show, I'll take that as a reward. Yeah. I, I say this here, and I'm not going to mention it in any more episodes. On April 1 at the Brisbane Spectacular, if you raise it from the audience when we ask, is there any crowd input, and someone says the bajinga joke, I will do that for you because you've listened through all of this ramble. Yeah, well done. All right, you thanks, guys. Okay, have a very Brisbane week.